From the campus of Stanford University, this is the Innovators Radio Show and Podcast, featuring one-on-one interviews with renowned thought leaders, founders, and game changers committed to ideas, innovation, and entrepreneurship well executed. Our radio show and podcast illuminates the struggle, breakthroughs, and exceptional outcomes purpose-driven entrepreneurs and game changers bring to industries, organizations, and lives. Hosted by executive producer of Stanford Athletics, Beyond the Champions, radio show, and principal of Podfather Media, Tom Dioro. For our guest today, we're honored and uh, very excited to welcome David Anderson. David's an experienced entrepreneur and CEO whose leadership path has taken him from president of his college fraternity to the White House. David's also the managing partner of Off Broad Madison Avenue, that's Off Madison Avenue, and currently serves as the global board chair for the member-driven Global Entrepreneurs Organization, EO, with over 15,000 members in 62-plus country. David's also published his first book, Leader is Not a Title which supports his mission to coach and mentor budding leaders and entrepreneurs. For more information, feel free to visit offmadisonav.com and hub.eonetwork.org. David, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. for Well, being thank here. you. Thanks for having me on today, Tom. I appreciate it. I'm in Arizona. You're in Stanford. I don't know about you, but it's getting close to 100 here for us already. So I hope you're a bit cooler. <laughs> yes, that's for sure. That is for sure. David, uh, we like to start our show off, as we talked about in our green room, or digital green room, is uh, you know, a quote or a prayer or a mantra that uh, means matters or uh, you somewhat live by personally and professionally. I'd love to hear, uh, hear, hear your take. Well, thank you. Um, there's two um, that rise to the top um, and one I kind of talk about in my book. And it's it's long, but it's Theodore Roosevelt's Man in the Arena. Um, just uh, assert, it's not the critic who counts nor the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds count uh, could have done better. The credit goes to the man who is actually in the arena, who faces, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, and it goes on from there, um, is, is, a very, is, is one that um, resonates with me a lot. Um, and another one is Nelson Mandela, everything seems impossible till it's done. Um, two um, that uh, rank really high with me. I'm a big quotes guy, so I could, I could take up our whole show, your whole show, just talking about quotes, Tom. Yeah, well, on the segue from the quotes, and um, my experience and opinion is the quotes, uh, although they may be one sentence, sometimes just a few words, there's a tremendous amount of activity, struggle, trials, tribulations, and then obviously uh, victories that come with a quote. What's your uh, What's your thought on that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I keep a um, a calendar of quotes on my desk that every single day I'm reading quotes from different people. Sometimes I'll look them up and there's more to the story, whether it's it's athletes or it's leaders, business leaders, political leaders or whatever. But I also think, and I'm a big mindset guy, that uh, positive quotes can help put you in the, um, the right mindset. It's the first thing I read a quote, first thing every day um, after my morning workout. And, and I just think that uh, those quotes 
um, can bring lots of meaning, but allow you to also build it into any current situation that you might happen to be dealing with. In regards to the uh, entrepreneurs organization, you know, obviously uh, a managing partner at uh, off Madison Avenue. Um, you also talked about the lighthouse and the uh, chair for the uh, entrepreneurs organization. What would you share with that mindset? It seems to be that there's laws and principles to successful entrepreneurship. Um, well, we don't, you, we just keep plugging ahead. You know, there's not an entrepreneur that is out there that hasn't had the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. And it's how you deal during those lowest of lows, how do you motivate yourself to get up the next day? Who are the people that you surround yourself with? Who, you know, what books have you read? You know, reading a book and actually putting learnings from a book into practice are two completely different things. And so it's how do you, you know, motivate yourself each day to have a positive mindset and, um, you know, to just move forward. Well, entrepreneurs, most we don't know how to say no. Sometimes to, you know, and sometimes it's not so smart either. Sometimes we keep plugging away on something that, um, you know, we should have stopped a while ago, but uh, there's lots of great companies because um, billion dollar companies, because somebody refused to say, okay, to refuse to give up. That refusal to give up, I think it's also is maybe not underestimated, but there's a, uh, I believe there's a, a grit factor that's really, I'm not sure it's teachable or is it, you can instill it. What's, what's your experience about the topic of experience well, of grit? Grit's a great word. Angela Duckworth's book about grit, just a fantastic book. Um, I totally, but listen, I believe that people are born with different levels of grit, which is really risk tolerance, the ability to move forward. A lot of that has to do the environment, not only born with, but what you're brought up with. But I also strongly, strongly believe that our grit grows with every failure we have, with every um, setback, with every experience of how we deal with it and how we recover from it um, is, is, you know, my grit factor is higher now than it was when I was a, you know, new entrepreneur 25 plus years ago. I'm showing my age now, um, you know, so I, I, I believe that there is some inherent factor of grit um, but if you're willing to constantly learn and grow, which is one of, you know, EO's core values, um, your grit can expand, um, you know, as you go through not only your entrepreneurial journey, but, you know, personal things and other things that happen to us in life. There's a, a on the subject of quotes, there's a great quote that uh, every, every week it seems to come up and it's uh, from J, I think the original J, J. Paul Getty had said that, you know, if, if you could uh, leave everyone in your family with something, you know, what would you leave them with? And, and uh, I read that he sighed and said, my struggle. What's your thought on that? Absolutely. I have two sons, 20, well, about to turn 23 and 20. And um, they're great kids. 
I wish that I would have let them fail more um, and deal with struggle more when their kids, they're try, you know, we try to protect them. And I think that us as parents telling our stories of struggles that we have, allowing our children to deal with that more builds character, builds re- resistance, allows people to deal with situations that come up in um, life. I think learning to fail, accepting fail, and actually welcoming, welcoming it. Every failure is just a learning experience. And believe me, 20 years ago, I didn't talk like this. This is absolutely <laughs> something that I have learned and have learned by you know, interacting with EOs now over 16,500 members in 62 countries around the world, um, which I've had the pleasure to travel to many of, um, you know, there's not a place on this earth where we don't fail, we don't learn from it. And it's not an opportunity for us to move forward um, rather than general perception is failure is bad. We can never admit failure. Um uh, Sarah Blakely, who started Spanx, are you familiar with that company? Yes. Just recently yes. bought by Blackstone for mm-hmm. a ton of money. Sarah is an EO men- member out of our Atlanta chapter, and she will tell the story that at the at the dinner table with her dad every night while she was growing up, the conversation was, "What did you fail at today? What did you learn from it, and how do you move forward?" And I, I wish I'd have done more of that um, with my kids as they were growing up. And I wish my parents had done it with me. That's fascinating. You're listening to the Innovators Radio Show and Podcast. We're talking today with David Anderson. For more information, feel free to visit the website, two web, a couple websites, offmadisonav.com and hub.eonetwork.org. Org. David, that uh, do you believe you can instill the level of entrepreneurship and grit um, to our youth or with our youth? Oh, absolutely. I come from uh, my dad was a corporate 25 senior executive, absolutely no entrepreneurship. Um, what not, now a lot of entrepreneurship, but entrepreneurship, no. So I did not grow up in an entrepreneur family at all. But I was surround. I, I worked on a in a country club when I was growing up on the golf course, uh, caddying, working in the pro shop, and I was surrounded by members every weekend, even in the summer, all the time. And I would hear all these stories of this member started this, they did this, they did that. And my dad was an extremely successful person, a huge mentor to me, sadly, has since passed away. But um, I learned, I saw and began experimenting of being an entrepreneur all the way back in my high school days as a result of that. So I believe it's within anybody um, to to achieve that. With the entrepreneur's organization you've got 16,500 members how has that if you can describe it not just from a professional experience but from just a a personal and a real emotional uh, how does it feel to be a part of an organization where you have extremely you go back to what you said uh, like-minded individuals with shared experiences 
Yeah, it's been, you know, the greatest growth experience, you know, that I've had, um, you know, ever. I mean, it has taught me so much through the thing about EO is, and to be a, a full member of EO, you have to do at least a million dollars in US, uh, US dollars a year to be a full member. We have some programs as entrepreneurs grow to that million dollar mark, and that's around the world. So there is a level, but it's the interactions, the peer-to-peer learnings that I have had interacting with entrepreneurs around the world that has, you know, just been the greatest opportunities for me. And what's really interesting is I, I'm in I'm in Arizona, sitting in Tempe, Arizona right now at, at our office. Um, I was in Pakistan a month ago, two months ago with our members. I just returned from Poland and Bucharest, Romania, our chapters that are doing work um, to help Ukrainian refugees. I have been to India. I've been to, you know, 40 plus countries. And we're all the same. 95% of every entrepreneur's problems, challenges are the exact same regardless of industry. It's people, it's finances, it's funding, it's cash flow, it's regulation. It's, it's really fascinating um, of you know, and there's members in EO from the one million one dollars to literally multi-billion dollar companies that there's members in there. So you get that exposure to those and you just see how much we have in common. We all have challenges in our personal life. Entrepreneurship is a 360 degree journey. You cannot separate it from your personal life, from your your entrepreneurship and your personal. And so it's um you know, that journey has been pretty amazing. Yeah, there's a, a great, uh, I, I don't know if you call him a mentor. He's since passed decades ago, Earl Nightingale, who uh, I have a quote in my my iPhone that uh, says, that it really comes out to about 2% of people are actually entrepreneurs. And the reason is, again, you, to go back to what you said, there's a, a just such a risk tolerance and not everybody has that level. What's your thought even now? You think, is that percentage accurate? I don't know if you've ever done any recent studies or discoveries, but that's very, very low. Well, yeah. I mean, if you do a Google search, there's there's actually, because I use this um, in a talk that I do, there's 582 million entrepreneurs worldwide. So what's the, what are we close to 8 billion now in total population? I don't know. Now that includes kids, elderly, all in that. So how you break it down to a percentage, but of those estimated 582 million entrepreneurs, um, you know, how many are, they have a side business to how many are, you know, a smaller mom and pop, which is all great things to do to how many do over a million dollars. And, you know, I'm not familiar with worldwide statistics, Mm -hmm. but the number of businesses, entrepreneurs, businesses that get started that reach a million dollars in total um, revenue is like 10% of all of the businesses that start. The total number that reached 10 million is single digit percentage. The number that stay in business past, I think it's five years is a very, you know, below 20%. So 
you know, I don't define anybody as a real entrepreneur versus a fake entrepreneur because I think if you've given it a try and to the man in the arena quote, at least you tried. Um, but the number that, um, you know, go on to be successful entrepreneurs, which again is a arbitrary subjective term, um, is much, much smaller than the 582 million number. We'll touch on the uh, the mindset again, and what you, who you become to reach those those. Uh, you would say use the one million dollar uh, mark. It's who you become in the process of of, of uh, achieving that. Do you think that's just as important? Yeah. Well, first of all, you know. Um, I don't know where to start answering that a little bit, but, you know, first thing you need to do is in so many places and especially in North America, being successful entrepreneur is associated with big exits, multi-million dollar exits, you know, huge money, but success is an arbitrary term that you have to define of what success means to you first. And I talk about this in, in my book, um, you know, success can just be, you know, having a lifestyle that you can do what you want. Success can be, um, you know, being happy more than money. Believe me, I know a lot of people with lots of money that are very unhappy and some miserable type of people um, to go there. So you first have to define that and that'll help you with what your mindset is. Um, you know, Mindset is a great book by Carol uh, Dweck, D-W-E-C-K, that really talks a lot about this. Um, but your mindset, if you want to be an entrepreneur and ongoing successful, I've had, I don't even know, I've probably started six, seven different companies and some of them have been absolute failures. I, you know, just never took off, um, you know, have been a struggle, but it's the mindset that if it fails, I'm going to try again. What did I learn? Um, what's Thomas Alva, Thomas Edison's quote, um, when asked when it took him a thousand tries to make the first light bulb, he said, no, it was just a thousand steps in the process to success, or it was a thousand different ways. It, you know, that's the mindset that you need to have is, well, that didn't work out, work out, but here's what I learned. And it's on to the next thing. Yeah. We're going to go, uh, do we, uh, station or podcast ID and then we'll come right back to this to this. This is the Entrepreneur's Radio Show and podcast on KZSU Stanford 90.1 FM. We're talking today with David Anderson, the managing partner at Off Madison Avenue and currently serves as the global board chair for the member-driven Global Entrepreneurs Organization. Uh, David, we talked uh, before we came on the show about uh, Ukraine and uh, Entrepreneurs Organization. Share with us what, what, you know, the, you know, the involvement uh, and at what level. So um, EO, um, as a global organization, is not a humanitarian. It's, a, it's an organization who our purpose is to help all entrepreneurs reach their full potential. Um, but we also make the world, we also help move the world forward every day through being entrepreneurs, unlocking entrepreneurs to reach there. 
But our organization is made up of about 210 roughly chapters around the world. And then our members are part of one of those chapters. But our Poland chapter and our Southeast Europe chapter, which is um, mostly in Romania, making up different parts of Romania, have really, really stepped up to help those people most affected by the crisis in Ukraine. Um, our organization through its members have raved, raised over $400,000 through our Poland chapter to help um, fund and, and provide supplies to refugee centers in Warsaw. They are helping pro- pay expenses for the flood of children that are coming into Poland and Romania now that need new schools. One school I visited while I was there, their student population increased 800 people in the matter of five weeks. It went from one building to five building. They had about 200 people. And so the organization has now helped. The Poland chapter is helping pay salaries of teachers. And it just shows the humanity of our members, although a lot of non-members are also contributing to, to really help people in crisis. And I would say that is an entrepreneur's mindset. When there's a challenge, we step in and we do, um, you know, whatever needs to be done to help solve, um, to solve issues. Outstanding. David, on the subject of uh, obviously entrepreneurship, do you have you experienced or do we believe that, that uh, we'll go back again to the youth, that it can be incorporated into studies in, ge- in the general education from, say, you know, almost kindergarten on? And what's your, th- what's your thoughts about that? Is that too early or, or no? Never too early. Never, ever, ever too early. And again, an entrepreneurial mindset um, doesn't have to be that you do it on your own. I have a partner in you know my businesses that I have. Um, there are people who work for you know corporations that are entrepreneurs. They work within organizations that help bring new ideas. I th- well, I actually know it's 3M. Look at what 3M does. They set aside time, you know, and everybody has time on their schedule to come up with new ideas. That's how sticky notes were invented. You know, look at what Apple's done. So I, I the, the entrepreneurial mindset can never start too young in my my say, you know, I shovel driveways. I grew up in New Jersey. That's an entrepreneurial mindset. You know, I caddied, <coughs> excuse me, sorry, Tom. I caddied, you know, which means I got paid directly. I had to manage that own money. I had to worry about taxes. Um, you know, when I was in college, you know, we did harebrain, you know, fundraising, get money ideas. So I think the entrepreneurial mindset of, trying new things, thinking outside the box, looking for opportunities is something that everyone should find ways to foster. And when you say the find ways to foster, that in, in itself is, uh, I think, one wondered if it's human nature to think of new ideas and how to uh, um, benefit or prosper our, our, obviously, our family, and then our fellow man, what's your what's your thought on that? 
Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, if you're not thinking and looking for opportunities, you'll never reach your full potential, whatever you want it to be. And, you know, we should all strive to reach our full potential. If that means being the best teacher in the world, that means starting the best bakery in my neighborhood. If that means starting the newest tech company, um, you should always strive for your own personal best. And that means pushing yourself. How many books a year do you read? How many podcasts do you listen to? How many, um, you know, seminars do you go on? Are you signed up for Mastermind? Um, what are There's so many avenues out there to foster personal growth. Um, that is something that is, is a must. You know, you have to do that. My son's a baseball player. You know, how is he how is he pushing himself to be the best he can be? How does he learn the game better? How, do, how much does he work out? Does he have personal trainers? It's all about your own personal growth. On that personal growth, can you share with us, if you're at liberty to do so, David, maybe one of your, uh, one or two, if you can think of them, struggles that uh, you really thought, I don't know if I'm going to get out of this, and you you actually did. Would you be at liberty to, to share that? Yeah. <laughs> Man, there's, there's a long list of those. I think top of mind to everybody, <laughs> you know, has to be um, one of them is COVID. Off Madison Ave's a marketing business when the world basically came to a stop over a, you know, three, four month period, you know, the, did our budgets get paused, stalled, um, you know, money's redirected, the uncertainty um I had a absolutely lousy bank that as things got tough, they decided to start pulling lines of credit and worry about themselves rather than, um, you know, supporting others. And, you know, so myself, many EO members, fellow agency owners, you know, we pulled together, we bounced ideas off of each other and I'm proud we never let anybody go. Um, you know, we, we worked through it. We got another bank quickly. Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, COVID is one that all of us have been through that required some form of ingenuity, entrepreneurship just to survive um, and continue, you know, with our families. Um, you know, I would say another challenge is kind of correlated to that is a bank who, as COVID hit, you know, decided to yank lines of credit. And so now you, you know, when there's uncertainty and now they're like, well, you don't have any money to access, you know, to have to overcome that very, very quickly. And I would also say just our employees who, again, my kids are older, so I was fortunate, but we had people on staff who couldn't take their kids to daycare anymore. Kids weren't going to school how did we help them and how did they overcome just the basics of childcare during COVID? Is that what you were looking for? Yeah, absolutely. Of? No, you yeah. answered better than, uh, than I could have for sure. <laughs> David, before we, uh, we go on uh, your show today, what would you like to share with uh, your audience that we, we may not have touched on during uh, your interview? Well, thanks. Um, again, you know, Tom, I just want to say thanks for having me, um, you know, um, on today. It's, um, it's a great podcast. I appreciate what you do. Um, I, to, to me, everybody who's out there that is thinking they may want to be an entrepreneur, thinking they have a great idea, 
don't wait 20 years and say, I wish I would have, you know, try. Yeah. Is it going to be financially challenging? My wife and I, you know, who it doesn't work in the business, but you know, you can't be a successful entrepreneur with a supportive spouse, partner, um, that whatever. We were one month pregnant with our first child. Um, and she had, you know, a few more months to work um, when we started this entrepreneurial venture. I mean, we took the big leap off the deep end, um, never went out to eat without a coupon. That was our rule. And it was, you know, but don't wake up one morning and say, I wish I would have um, do it. And you know what, if it doesn't work out, oh, well, you know what? Oh, well, you tried, you were the man in the arena. Um, again, to all the uh, women entrepreneurs, which there are a lot in EO, that's just the quote, male, female, don't not say you tried someday. And if you fail, celebrate it and go, yeah, it didn't work out, but here's what I learned. And here's how um, the next thing I did was, uh, you know, was a success. Outstanding. David, it's been a real honor and pleasure having you on the show. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. You've been listening to the Innovators Radio Show and Podcast. Our guest today has been David Anderson. David is an experienced entrepreneur and CEO whose leadership path has taken him from president of his college fraternity to the White House. David's also the managing partner at Off Madison Avenue and currently serves as the global board chair for the member-driven global entrepreneurs organization, EO, with over 16,500 members in uh, 62-plus countries. David's uh, also published his first book, Leader is Not a Title, which supports his mission to coach and mentor budding leaders in entrepreneurship. For more information, feel free to visit two websites, offmadisonav.com and hub.eonetwork.org. Again, that's hub.eonetwork.org. Join us again next time. We welcome another purpose-driven entrepreneur and super high-performance game changers committed to extraordinary ideas, preeminence, and multi-generational success. Thank you for listening. I'm Tom Dion. The Innovators Radio Show and Podcast is recorded at Stanford University Studios in Stanford, California, and on location. The audio engineer is Eris Chikopoulos and Chief Engineer Mark Lawrence. And the executive producer of The Innovators is Tom Dioro.